Oh, Lord, good morning. Thank you for Friday. And uh, as I was just talking to Matt in the kitchen, um, just asked you to help us um, unplug this weekend and help us to do the things, the healthy things that help us uh, get refreshed and re renewed, um, spend time reading and eating good food and hanging out with people that we love or whatever it is that helps each individual kind of get refreshed, help us to have that discipline and those opportunities, God, to do so. Thank you for this week. Um, and thank you for this continuing uh, discussion around anxiety and uh, help us to uh, speak to it, to this topic in an honoring way to you and an encouraging way to those listening now or listening later, um, that uh, the Spirit would speak through Dakota words that are encouraging and equipping. And, you know, for, for some of us, like myself, Lord, it might be, you know, some convictions, um, but not condemnation. Help uh, just bind the enemy's uh, intention to use words to um, oppress people, God. So thank you for Dakota and his leadership. <clears throat> Excuse me. We love you, God. Amen. Dakota, good morning there, son. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Um, I'm going to pray as well super quick. Father, thank you for a new day. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father, for um, that new opportunity to get to know you and others, uh, to encounter you and experience you. Father, I ask this morning as I speak and um, talk about some more anxiety stuff that you'd speak to the hearts and minds of those who'd listen now or later in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So I am, uh, I'm talking about anxiety again. It's kind of been an ongoing conversation. The reason in large part that I thought to talk about this is we had a PSP lunch, luncheon, if you will, where we had a few different guys come and meet and talk about some of the PSP topics and uh, maybe some of you listening were there. That's awesome. Um, and we're just recognizing mental health as being an obvious like conversation in our culture. Um, <clears throat> and it affects, it affects probably some of you listening or you know somebody who it affects. It's just prevalent. It's almost like a cancer, if you will. It's just in the culture, it's in the uh, lives of of our lives or of people that we know. And yeah. so we're recognizing mental health, big deal. Let's talk about it. So this is me kind of exploring a bit. So sometimes, sometimes um, when I teach, the goal is to, to explain something and give you kind of the solution. And this, I will offer some solution to the issue. However, a lot of it's just me thinking and, and in many ways, probably it's going to bring up more questions mm. than answers. And I think that's okay. I think this is kind of an environment where we can process things, talk about things, and it can be sort of a safe place um, to share ideas and whatever, work through yeah. stuff. So I'm going to bring up some, some different issues some potential uh, solutions. I'll share a story in here. And so without further ado, let's get into the topic. So anxiety, uh, we've talked about it a bunch on here, a feeling, you know, Google is going to define this a feeling of worry, unease, nervousness, some sort of fear or worry, right, about a future 
possible event. All right, so we know what anxiety is. What does it feel like? I've described it before. Some for some of you, you know, it's panicky. It's mind racing. It's heart thumping. It's sweaty palms, sweaty pits, sweaty other areas. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, but but I've been there. I know for me, it's my mind races. I get all paralyzed and locked up. It's scary. Um, <clears throat> what I wanted to explore specifically this morning is I think one issue that we face is the size of the world we live in now, the size of the world we live in. And let me explain. I think there's three things that make our world become much bigger, much more difficult to um, navigate, much more difficult to become resilient to some of the issues and, and that sort of things that we face because of how big it is, how big the world is. And the three areas that I'm thinking about that have really blasted us from, well, some of you who are older didn't experience all of these things, but you are now, and, our, and the children, the, the kids being brought up in this world are definitely facing these things. And here are the three things that I, I am bringing up. Social media, social media, the internet, mm-hmm. kind of combining the two. Cell phones and emails, I'll talk about that in a minute. And news and the political uh, landscape that we, we live in. Mm-hmm. So again, this is me exploring. This is me bringing up um, potential potential issues and asking questions and maybe not having all the right answers. But when I think of social media, you know, one of the stats I looked up, 237 million American social media users, right? And that's just America. When we look at the world, that number is far larger, but 237 million people using social media and when you think of it in the positive light right you're able to connect share thoughts with one another it allows us to grow in knowledge and understanding you can look up anything that you want to understand better and you're going to have a ton of opinions and a ton of research at your fingertips and so in many ways the internet is such a wonderful tool a problem, especially around social media, is the value that we attach to, to what people think. It's so easy to hear, to gain opinions of people, and a lot of that can be negative. It's so easy, especially when we think of social media, to compare ourselves to one another, to compare ourselves to so many people out in the world that your life could look way less significant, way less valuable, way less interesting, because there's so many other lives that you can now compare yourself to one another. So in one sense, it's really positive, this connection, this ability to grow in knowledge and understanding. And in another perspective, it's super negative because your life is now compared to so many other lives. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult to look at your life in comparison to all of these lives on the internet and and on on Facebook and Instagram and whatever else is created now and, and to look at your life and, and, and think of it as valuable. I mean, how many, I mean, I've fallen prey to this where you post something or you throw something out there and you're wondering how many likes it gets, how many people have seen it. 
you know, and you just start to subtly attach your, your personal value to what other people think. And it's all this cloud-based thing, you know, like that, that, that has way more weight to our lives than, than I think it should have. Mm -hmm. Just a thought there. Mm -hmm. All right. So the next thing is cell phones, right? How many notifications do you get on that cell phone daily? Emails, phone calls, text messages. How many apps do you have on your phone that, that light up your phone or make a noise or make a vibration? It's constant, constant um, notifications, constant um, uh, yeah, notifications and things that we have to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. And how many of you like get frustrated if you don't get a response to a text message right away me or an email or an email right away me or a phone call right away right like we have developed a culture of like you know i texted i texted you and it took you two hours Likewise. you hate me yeah i emailed you three days ago why didn't you respond to me yeah you know it's it's constant give me a response give me a response give me a response and then if somebody doesn't respond to you right away uh, and i do this to people so i'm I got to, you know, whatever, but, uh, <laughs> repent. yeah, I got to <laughs> repent maybe, <clears throat> but the, but if you don't get a response right away, what does that do to you? Right. It yeah. makes you feel like, Oh, they're ignoring me. Sure. They don't care about me. Yeah. I'm not important to them. Yep. So you start to see how your value is attached to how quickly somebody responds Ooh. to, to your, to these, to these messages. Yeah. And then lastly, news, the political landscape. I mean, so much of it is fear-based. Right. So much of it is like if you vote Republican, you're not going to be well taken care of. Or if you vote Democrat, they're going to take all your money, whatever the case may be. Like we we are motivated by fear and anxiety to, to vote a certain way yeah. or or to just form opinions a certain way. And I'm not saying Republican. I'm not getting into that. All I'm saying is that it's there's a lot coming at yep. you from from the political world especially right now. So all of this to me displays to me uh, a world that we live in, in which you're constantly, your value is constantly under pressure from the internet, from social media, from like the amount of messages you're getting, from what your political opinion you've formed. And so they're so, it's just big. The world is big. And for you to navigate who you are what's valuable to you, what's important to you, it's really, really difficult mm -hmm. because there's so much out there um, trying to change the way you think, form your beliefs. And so again, the world is so big. Mm -hmm. And so I was going to tell a story in here, but we don't have time. So I'm going to get right to some of the solution piece to this, which again, I don't know if this is the right solution, but it's, I think it's really important to think about. Imagine if you erased all of those things from your life. Social, no, you, you no longer have any social media or internet access. You no longer have a cell phone and you no longer have access to the news. Just think about that for a second. You wake up, you don't have a cell phone, you're not getting on your computer and you don't have an awareness of all these awful things happening in the world. Not saying you were ever going to experience that, but imagine if you did. Hmm. You wake up, none of that. You know, what do you even do in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
your devotional. Yeah, what do you even like do PSP during the day? Yeah. You know, how do you navigate? How does that affect your your job? How does that, you know, like yeah. just to like as an exercise in your imagination, what does that do? And and so here's what I think. I think you're left with three main things. You're left with your thoughts. You're left with your daily interactions with people mm-hmm. and you're left with your daily personal experiences <clears throat> now you still may have some of those things um, with cell phone news etc but without those things you're left with your thoughts interactions with people and just personal experiences. And, mm-hmm. and, and what I think is when your world becomes much smaller in this way, you have to, you actually have to like think. You can't just be distracted. You actually have to think, who are you? What's important to you? Why do you exist? All of these really important questions, I believe come up the less and less distracted you are mm-hmm. by all of these things happening around us. Mm-hmm. When you don't have a cell phone to look at, hopefully you're more likely to look at somebody's face. Eye contact in our world is like getting less and less important, it feels like, sadly. But when you're left with these daily interactions, um, you, you become more aware of who's in your community, mm-hmm. the people you work with, the people you live with, the stores that you may visit at a, on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. When you're, when you're, attuned to the interactions that you experience daily again your Mm. world becomes much smaller and lastly your daily personal experiences you just become more present to what you experience on a daily basis you're not so worried about what's happening on the other side of the world although there's plenty of good things there you become more aware of what you face on a daily basis your world becomes much smaller Mm -hmm. much easier to manage and I suspect that you're mentally able to grow much stronger, much more resilient in that sort of environment to where you're able to face some of these bigger problems that we're just being exposed to at a, consistently. And so the last thing I'll say is just a few suggestions on how you could apply this would be maybe you do a cell phone fast. Maybe you turn your cell phone off for a day. See what that does to you. Maybe you do a retreat where you really try to get away from all of these things. I mean, if you've never, mm-hmm. if you haven't ever done or experienced getting away from these things for a prolonged period of time, try it, mm-hmm. experiment with it, see what it does. And lastly, um, I would really recommend some sort of pause in your day or some sort of 10, 15 minute, maybe multiple points throughout the day where you just pause and you just reflect on what you've experienced, think about people you've interacted with maybe you need to journal process some things written out Mm -hmm. become more aware of your 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 present moment not so concerned about the future what's happening in other parts of the world etc make your world smaller become more present to the day-to-day life you live and i'm sure i i don't know 100 percent, but i think you'll end up finding a much stronger uh, mental health or you'll develop a much stronger mental 
health. So those are my suggestions. Those are my observations. Hope some of that is uh, helpful. That's good. That's good. Have you ever heard the expression, your eyes are the window to the soul? I have heard that. Yes. And so, you know, that, that's one thing that strikes me this morning is like looking, like being in close proximity with humans, right? As I'm looking at you right now, yeah. right? I can look into your eyes and the more time you spend with people, you can look into their eyes and you can tell a lot, right? They're, are they up? Are they down? Are they anxious, right? Yeah. Um, and the other thing that was hit on yesterday with us was clarity breaks, right? Yeah. That, that time, so it might be a three-hour bike ride for me. It might be a walk in the woods for Jeff, right? Yeah. So whatever it is that you get to unplug, right, from all the stimulation and just be, be in your own thoughts. You can pray. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really healthy. I, I think one of the, one of the areas I'm trying to, trying to lean into is since mental health is such a, you know, uh, uh, prevalent topic today that mental strength should be as well. Right. Yeah. So if mental health is an issue, then we need to get mentally strong. Exactly. And so those are things that can help. That's good. All right. Pray us into our Friday, please. Sure. Yeah. Thank father, you. father, simply Simply, uh, simply put, I ask that you would help people to um, make their world smaller, more mm. present to um, the things around them. And Father, I ask that the things, obviously, this is me exploring, Father. And so where there are things that, that you actually want to particularly um, point things out to people, I ask that you would do that. And where, um, where you do not want to make those things clear where I'm just kind of talking and processing mm -hmm. Lord you can dim that make that less important and so do that Lord bless yes, my God. friends listening to this with a, um, a greater awareness of your presence in their lives in Jesus name amen. amen good job well done love you guys have a great Friday